Welcome, Welcome to Art with. Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona? No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. This week's episode, we spoke to the artist Catherine Dolby. She's an emerging visual artist who lives up in the Northern Rivers. She has the most awesome studio, which is over 100 years old. Catherine kindly um, spoke to us over Zoom. Julie and I chatted to her in the um, summer break. And somehow, some of the recording has gone amiss, gone awry, disappeared. I don't know what's happened to it. So we rearranged to talk to Catherine. And sadly, Julie was away. So I had to do it all by myself. I had to put my big girl's pants on. And have a good old chat with Catherine without Jules there to shut me up. So I hope I answered all the, asked all the questions and answered all the questions. I hope you enjoyed the chat that Catherine and I continued to have. I really, really enjoyed um, talking to Catherine. She's a fantastic artist. I urge you to go check out her Instagram and you can really get inside um, her processes and have um, a look at how she um, gets around colour and uses memory in her paintings. Um, she's represented um, by Michael Reed um, Northern Beaches, so she will be showing there in July. We're very much hoping that she gets to come to our fine shores and we'll be able to meet in person. Um, and the great thing about this podcast is it's now opened up a dialogue um, between us and we've been sharing um ideas and yeah we really hope that you enjoy this chat and don't tell julie but i really enjoyed not having her there to shut me up catch you soon so you live in the northern rivers of new south wales so whereabouts I, is that uh so that we know where it I is don't. well we sort of <laughs> sort of know where it is it's the back of lisbon yeah, it's close to Lismore. So it's okay. about half an hour from Lismore and it's near the Queensland border, sort of. So it's in that, you know, area. Ooh, so you're in a border town, um, Catherine. Have you been affected um, by that or not really? No, oh, I haven't because um, I know of people who have, who work in Queensland, especially with the universities crossing over, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't been as affected by it, thankfully. So did you, yeah. have you grown up around that area? Yeah, I was actually born in Lismore, oh, okay. which is, um, oh. yeah, I know. I, um, I always felt like I had to get out and then I have always just felt drawn back here. So um, it's, it's held on to me. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I, I I've, I've never been to Lismore, but all that, I don't know all of that area, but it must be beautiful up there. It really is. It's it's stunning country, and I I have definitely fallen in love with it. Yeah, um, it's funny, isn't it? You come back to the place you grew up, and then you see it with fresh, fresh eyes. Don't eyes. You? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know yeah, it, don't absolutely. you? Like, I guess you've got those beautiful memories of of childhood, yep. which Julia and I have mm. of, of England, and they're so firmly etched on your mm. memory. And I think they they do come yeah. out. So love, it's lovely for you yeah. to be able to want to be there and to, mm. to be there 
Yeah, I think um, I didn't realise how much it was a part of me until I moved away and I moved to Sydney and it was only like a year. It was barely anything at all. And um, I kept coming back every few months and it was just like, oh, I could just sort of take a deep breath and then mm-hmm. go back to it again. So I think um, I do feel like a country girl. Like it's yeah. sort of well, yeah. I think it's quite, quite wise as well as an artist. Um, I'm sure you didn't do it for these purposes, but Sydney's so expensive to live oh. in, to work in, and to, your yeah. studio looks massive and beautiful. Like yeah. to hire that in Sydney is just not going to happen, is it? It was really confronting, actually. When I moved there, I think I had different ideals of what it would be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I ended up um, painting in this tiny little room. It was basically a bed and uh, a desk and then I had an easel set up and it was so small like a little cupboard and I did like half a show in that space but um, my poor housemates I put all my clothes out into the living room so I could <laughs> have space to paint I just thought yeah and why did you go to Sydney what what drew you to Sydney um I have family in Sydney but it was actually when I did um like a work placement in Sydney um with um some painters when I was at uni I, I did like a um what do you call it oh it is work experience, work experience. Mm. yeah 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 so I um I went down for a week and um, was an artist assistant and I just fell in love with it I, I stayed there I had friends who lived there as well one of my best friends was in Surrey Hills and um I stayed there and and yeah. Yeah, went to this. Did you get that opportunity through uni? So you did go to uni, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I went to Southern Cross in Lismore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you do at university? What was that? Sorry. What did you do at university? Oh, I did a Bachelor of Visual Arts. So oh, okay. there for, yeah, four years. Four years. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And did yeah. you major in painting? I did. Yeah, I actually went through and um, I always thought oh, I was going to go through and do painting. And then um, I went through the printmaking section and um, I fell in love with printmaking and I ended up doing that for a year, which was like so surprising. So I just did not consider myself a printmaker in the slightest. Yeah. And, um, but I did that for a year. So I actually finished my uni degree with painting, but it was only such a small chunk of it. So I kind of divided it between printmaking and painting. And I yeah, think great though to get the book to, in a way, I think, um, good to have had um, an intense period with both yeah. mediums. Yeah. Then you can reflect back on that. That's what's so mm. good about uni, isn't it? It's just an opportunity oh, to I go. I don't have a brief or a deadline mm. other than, you know, the realms of your, your study. Around. Yeah, a, mm. a license to play. Do you still print make um, now? No, I don't. I think it was just, you know, the practicality of not having a, a press in the studio yeah. and yeah. Um, it's yeah and I don't really have the patience for it I'm quite a like I just want it to be more immediate yeah. and um, I yeah printmaking kind of drove me nuts because you had to kind of think backwards and yeah you um, do yeah 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 it was yeah not my cup of tea in the end I can I see that in your now. paintings because they're quite immediate and they you can see the brush marks and yeah. I also i like printmaking but i really only like the monoprinting where it was like mm. bing bang yes yeah like really Love immediate yeah. yeah but all the process i do get a little bit like Ooh, yeah mm. yeah yeah come on i just kind yeah. of wanted it to happen yeah. <laughs> i do get a bit impatient 
So I yeah. guess that there is that urgency in my work for sure. Oh, for sure. So you, you spoke about the work experience, but the people that you've assisted, like an artist, are pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, hello. Yeah. Ben Quilting, Luke Scaberis. Hello. Share yeah. the love, Catherine. Oh, come, come on, on tell us. You can <laughs> give us. Give us the gossip, Catherine. Okay, what do you want to know? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> well, how did, did how that did come get, about yeah. through the university too? Well, that actually wasn't through the uni. They um, kind of opened up an opportunity for us to find a workplace anywhere. could be anywhere, really. And um, what I really wanted to do was work with artists and just to see what it was like in that zone with people who were doing it, making money off it. And, you know, it's, that's their job. That's what I really wanted to know. And, um, and I was actually house-sitting for Guy, well, his name's Guido, but I, um, you know, Guy Maestri, his auntie, mm. I was house-sitting for her and I used to talk to her about painting and she said, um, if you want to do this, if you want to, you know, if you want to be serious about this, you have to learn from the best. Here's Guy's number. Wow. So um, she gave me his number and it just kind of actually linked up that uh, that was the time that I had to... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the time that I had to find a workplace. So I actually had his number on my desk for months and I didn't call him. I was too scared. Well, I would be the same, Catherine. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be practicing yeah. that conversation a hundred times. Yeah, I was like, what am I going to say to him? And um, anyway, I ended up calling him and he was on a boat and um, he just... <laughs> <laughs> he just sounded like the nicest person it was so easy to talk to him he's just like a normal Aussie dude you know it was not intimidating at all and he said yeah great come on down come on that's so good me. so it was just like taking that jump and making the phone call and then it all just sort of snowballed from there yeah. I know yeah. you just got to ask I am yeah, I am absolutely. terrified of making phone calls yeah. like that Catherine that would have really done mm. me in for a long time so what did you do with Guy my street art wise. Um, so I was oh, sorry, with Catherine. Him. That sounded really <laughs> creepy. I just meant what did you get to do? <laughs> sorry. You know you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he showed introduced me to the studio and um, so it was in Annandale at that time and it was a big warehouse with lots of other different artists there. And um, he just walked me through and I was just like oh my God, this is amazing. It's just mm. paintings everywhere and music playing. And um, I just kind of watched him paint at first and painted and then um, cleaned brushes, like all of his brushes. I pretty much like cleaned them. So they were spick and span um, and stretching canvases. Um, what else did I do? Clean, a lot of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I think, think that's really good. I think in a way that um, just to be there and watching, cleaning yeah. kind oh. of, you know, kind of quite a hypnotic Zen experience mm. where you can be absorbing, you're, mm. you know, you're, you're doing something which yeah. you've got to learn, you know, you've got mm -hmm. to know how to look after your material. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, it was great. And I could listen to what was kind of going on at the same yes, time. Exactly. Yeah. So kind of like the fly on the wall. Yeah. 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 And even yeah. so, um, so Guy's really good friends with Ben Quilty. Yeah. And, um, and so he said, hey, send her over here to me after. Yeah. I want her to clean my brushes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Must have been a good cleaner. Yeah. 
I was painting that studio, like the, even just the corridors between the studios, because Laura Jones was in one of them at the end of um, the building. And so in between those two studios, I was just there with my roller <laughs> painting the walls. Um, yeah, and then I cleaned his palette, ripped rags, slashed paintings, um, you know, all the rejects. I, I don't, felt terrible slashing that Did you? You, oh my gosh, so that's, that's bizarre. I wanted to take one home. I wanted to, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> You're like, come on, surely, surely, what's wrong with this one? Yeah. You're being harsh. Yeah. I know, I know. I, there was one with a face in it and I felt really, I don't know why, but I felt like I couldn't cut through the face. Like I just felt so wrong, but. But yeah. that's good to hear though, Catherine. It's good to hear that, um, you know, even oh. at the top level, there's, um, an understanding of if it's not working, it's not working and just yeah. go, you know, get rid of it. That's, yeah. Which, and all these things are invaluable lessons, I think, to yeah. an up and coming artist. And it's yeah, just, and it's not all glamorous and no. parties, no. there's no. so much grunt work behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, and that's really what I wanted to find out. And so it was so good. I just didn't want to leave, it was the best. I just So um, feel free to fast forward this little bit of chit chat between me and Catherine where we wax lyrical about travel and sights and feelings about drawing from life and places like that. So if you don't want to listen to this wiffle waffle, just go zzzz, fast forward. Yeah. I would love to take um, some time this year to go and see some things that, um, yeah. you know, cause I'm always going back to Europe to see my family. Well, I can't. Mm. So let's use That's that the silver time. lining yeah you've actually. got to look for the plus haven't you yeah you do yeah and it's, yeah so much to see it's such a huge country i have barely seen any of it either <laughs> i know well i've traveled from i traveled from cairns down to sydney in a little camper van with three canadian girls when i was 25 wow when oh when my I first came here but i'm embarrassed <laughs> to say i don't remember much of it because we were quite drunk so it <laughs> as was, you do <laughs> as you do it was a lot of fun and yeah. but i and i've been to the middle but i i, I did a long hike i love walking ah, so i'd yeah. love to walk through tasmania i'd like to do some of those big hikes mm, yeah i haven't been to tasmania either i'd love to go down there I'd love, i've so done nice. a few little trips down there but i'd like to do like a week long you know hike and yeah. I, I drew yeah. um, when i walked the larapinta trail i drew the whole way um oh. so i literally i've got this practice where i walk and draw and yeah, it's ah. um, it's quite meditative, so it's almost yeah. like um, it's like an unconscious mark making. Yeah, and I it's love quite that. fascinating when you get into the rhythm. You forget you're doing it. Mm. I mean, the people I was walking with thought I was absolutely off my rocker. <laughs> Did you but, just have like a little journal? Yeah, or? I have little. I had little books with me, and just yeah. you know that would go into the fanny pick. Stick them in your bum bag. You have to be willing to look a bit mad sometimes. In that I way, reckon. I, think. I reckon, yeah, and I do. think the, the great thing with the art community is that we're all a bit left of centre, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always been a bit of a class clown so i don't really know yeah looking a bit yeah. odd yeah but it's amazing how you develop this mark making that it becomes mm. um an extension of your movement and your experience and i look through yeah. those books and i can see i remember so much more mm. of that trip because i drew it yeah yeah and i yeah. do and interestingly you know we weren't walking fast um, 
and my guide was worried I was going to trip. <laughs> but I was said to him, I'm not actually consciously making the mark. Mm, you're not just I'm staring not, at the book. Yeah. No, I'm literally just letting it go. And then we'd stop for a thing, you know, people would stop for breaks and that kind of thing. And then I might mm. put a little bit of observed um, yes. work in there. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a long line that went through these books Ooh. and it was really interesting. I managed yeah, to paint, paint a series, really like that. but it was difficult because I'd like to do it again, but in a closer to home because I feel mm. like I only touched the surface of that place. I don't yeah. know it. It's not my country. Yeah. It's not, um, mm. I think we talked to you about this before, you know, that the fact that, you know, I'm not from there and I felt mm -hmm. very much a visitor and very much, yeah. you know, I was so like starstruck by the, the landscape there. Mm. Yeah. I don't, you know, I did paint a series of works from that week, mm. but it was such a short time that I really only scratched the surface. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling as well, going out and drawing in the landscape. I feel like I don't, you know, I don't know it either. Like I, you know, I'm just visiting and it's yeah. such like a special place. But you do feel, you know, there's so much history there. How can you ever like tap into all of that? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So but, um, but I do think it's like, I mean, do you, so you've started painting a bit from, um, I've noticed I was going through your Instagram and, and I see that you do go back out and you do a bit of art yeah. on there. And, but you, I, the feeling I got was that you felt almost like, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, that you're, you, you, you're loving it. Yeah. But you yeah. weren't quite sure about mm, it. Yeah, I've got to find my groove with it. But I think it's coming. And I think it's Good. just that I haven't given it enough time. And it's always sort of daunted me because um, I am quite a private person and I stay in my studio and, you know, it's like a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> Going definitely. out, it's like, you know, it's... Yeah. It's very revealing, isn't it? It's yeah, very... Um, it is. I liken it to, um, like, walking nude through the playground at school. Yeah. Yes. It, it it's that kind like of feeling that. that... You know, I don't know if you've ever had that dream where you, you dreamt that you've gone to school pickup, but you didn't have any clothes on. I, think, <laughs> I haven't had that one. No, uh, sure I think I there's will. some psychologists, you know, <laughs> would have a field day, I think, with what that means. But yeah, it's yeah. that whole kind of vulnerability. Yes. And yes. I think even when you're in the bush and you're, mm. or you're away from people and you're still trying to respond to what you're seeing, but there's so mm. much information. There's so much, yeah. And I think in the studio, I can kind of maybe control it a little bit more and find... Um, I take a lot of photos and I bring them home and I kind of um, like cut bits out of them and focus on certain areas. And then when you're outside, yeah, there's just so much information. Like, yeah. Where do you start? And I think yes. that's where I, I had that initial feeling um, when I went out into the, um, into the landscape with um, Guido and, and Luke Scaveris. Yeah. Um, I just was like, where do I start? <laughs> you yeah. know? But I know now. exactly what you mean. It, it's overwhelming mm. and there's so much noise that you find your, yeah. it's hard to shut that down. But I do think mm. I've worked a bit with um, the artist Debbie McKinnon working outside together. And that yes. was really interesting it's yeah. to start that dialogue of collaboration of, mm. um, I would start a drawing and then pass it to her. We'd swap. 
oh, that's nice. I like that. That's so you're not really... precious about it. It doesn't no, matter. No, exactly. And you yeah. take away the ego. You take away the whole. Yes. Um, yeah. And then we also did a great thing, like some, we did some um, concertina drawings. So you, you know that game that you play with kids? I think it's called Exquisite Corpse. Oh, where you yes. Draw yes, the yes. head and then you fold it down and then they draw yeah. the belly. And then, so we yeah. did that with the landscape. So oh, it would I fold like out. And so we'd have a double page spread. I would mm. start. So we'd be looking in completely different directions as well. Yeah. And then sometimes we start in the middle and work out rather than oh, always working left yeah, to right. Left. Yeah. Sometimes okay. we'd start in the middle, work out, sometimes right to left. Oh yeah, because it wouldn't be in a portrait orientation. Like no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that idea. That's that and really just fun ways like that to sort of push you out of mm. the ah, like yeah. landscape that yeah. it's huge. Yeah. It is. I, I think what you put up at last week was awesome, but oh, I can see it behind you. your left shoulder. Oh, the ponytail. Yeah, you nailed that. Oh, thank you. I don't think it's quite finished yet, but no, actually, no, no. But it's got a great energy to it. Yeah, I think um, it was really good because I went out there and I had an hour until Frida got home, and I thought, right, I'm just going to get all my paints and I'm just going to make sure I use up all the paints and just do it really quickly. And I've been looking at this ponytail palm because it's in the middle of our backyard. Yeah. And I reference it a lot, but I've never yeah. actually gone out there and, you know, painted a big version of it. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun and it started raining a little bit and the water kind of went into the paint. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm just going to use that, you know. Um, it's great because you get that history, don't you? The marks then, you know, you can feel that, you know, you're, you know that that's the rain going in there. That, yes. And um, But I think, you know, I reckon you should keep doing it. I think, <laughs> I think I've, I think I'm going to we've um we've got this little deck now that's sort of outside and it's really close to the ponytail so i think there's going to be a lot of little deck paintings yeah, when i get a window to do it you know that's great because yeah. i was um so let's talk about how you start a painting because yeah we've been, we spoke a lot about how you work from memory and you work from photographs sometimes as a bit of a springboard yes yeah um and now you're starting to dabble a bit so because your marks are so um energetic and I, I think i think your work you need to see as well in multiples mm. I, I love mm -hmm. seeing some of your quieter pieces next to some of your more energetic pieces yes Do you, yeah. tell us a bit about how you start so I have quite a lot of boards on the go at once and I yeah. like to feed off them all at, you know, the different stages. So I'll do a layer on one, wait for it to dry, yeah. move on to another. And I might spend a bit more time on that one. Um, but I don't like to overwork it because I yeah. want to keep that momentum and that yeah. energy fresh. Otherwise it just sort of, if I spend too much time on one, I often think I've killed it. And that's turning it to the wall for a few months and then revisiting again. Yeah. But because um, I work in layers, really thin layers. Okay. And um, so that's why I feel like I can work on lots at once. And um, that was actually something that Luke told me about when he was painting out in the landscape. He yeah. said, just get, you know, heaps of bits of paper and put them all around you and just put one colour down on all of them at once and then go back. And then by the end of it, you've got a huge body of work and it yeah. happens quite quickly. Yes. And you, you surprise yourself. Um, Definitely, because you there was a piece that I was um, looking at that you I should have written down the name of it um, that is really beautiful and it's almost as if you look at it I could feel through your Instagram post of like ah, 
it's finished, but <laughs> you can't do easy. You know what I mean? In the sense yes. of... Yeah, but that I do, happens a lot. Yeah, but it's like, it's taken you a long time to get to that. Mm. And I think yeah. the danger with a lot of artists, um, up and coming artists, is that they, and with expressive work, is that you feel like that can't be done. Mm. You know? and, mm -hmm. But how do you feel that motherhood has changed that in you? Because... Um, I guess that you know you've got less time. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, because I, I was looking at a piece that you um, that was green, and you were talking about how wow, how how life was before Frida, you know, slow marks and you know yes, considered. Yes, yes, so, yes, do you yes. think your your style has developed having Frida? Mm, absolutely, oh, so much. If you look at a work before and a work after, you see like a totally different energy and. Yeah. Um, and, but you can still see that they're, they're still me, you know, but there's just like a different kind of headspace going on. And, um, I think I, I'm a bit more playful now and that comes from Frida. She's yeah. so playful and the drawings that she does, I actually love them because they're so oh. quick and she's not precious about them. You know, absolutely. I was going to say, I didn't want to put the words into your mouth, but you've just <laughs> nailed it in that I was looking through your, and this is what I love about Instagram is that <laughs> yeah. I spent a long time really looking through and looking at your marks and looking at beautiful yeah. shots of Frida painting in your studio and watching yeah. her grow and mm. seeing how that childlike, you know, it's a gift to be mm. watching her grow oh, and responding is. to her mark making. Yes, yeah. Has really rubbed off on you and it's, that's beautiful mm. because you've got all this um, technique behind you and then you're responding to her freedom and yeah. um, ability to, to be sort of in the moment. Yeah, as adults, we struggle with, I think. Yeah. Oh, she has become like a little muse for me. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful just to see, um, yeah, that freedom. You know, I studied for four years at uni and all that essay writing and um, conscious, like constantly thinking about what you're going to do and yeah. you know, where it's going. And I, I like having like little seeds of inspiration, but being able to tap into the moment. Absolutely. Uh, as, yeah, because I think that's when the work feels more alive. I agree. And I think, you know, we, you know, it's a very old, you know, overused probably um, statement that Picasso said he spent his whole career trying to paint like a child, but it's, yeah, it was true. Yeah. He did, yeah. You know, and if I can remember when I was teaching um, uh, very young kids and I would just whip these paintings <laughs> away. And Oh, I have to do that. I do. I've got this book of them. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I don't know. No, no, no. that. <laughs> <laughs> like no it's done just don't, don't I know do it, it is amazing isn't it but um does Frida have I noticed also that you mentioned the Frida yellow which I'm very intrigued about yeah so in our sort of daily life when we're hanging out together and I'm not in the studio we'll you know have little crafty activities or you know I'll set she has her own little easel out on our deck and um Brilliant. And she has all her paints and she actually just started doing it herself. I gave her a little bowl and paint brushes and she just started mixing all these colors. Brilliant. And I was trying to explain to her, you know, um, blue and yellow make green yeah. and um, just quietly, like I didn't want to, you know, control what she was doing or anything, oh. but I just sat back and she made these beautiful tones and I quickly took a photo before it 
before it um, turned to mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah it can always turn to brown yeah. or grey. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that yellow, I just, I, I grabbed a bit and I started painting with it. And then um, I thought, oh, that yellow, I have to use that in a painting. And so I think that's how I've merged painting and motherhood is that, you know, she does inform my practice now. And I, I'm really open to that happening. Yeah. Because it's no, just, I think and I, that's a beautiful thing to share with her as well, because you'll blink and she'll be grown up. And you'll have you'll have grunting teenagers like yep. me. She won't oh, want to be in quite... here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so. I can remember thinking when mine were little. Oh shush! You know that's not going to happen. But it <laughs> it does. I know yeah. it's scary thinking about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it she, is such a blink. It really is. She also did some beautiful little sculptures. I saw some little blocks. So have you ever yeah. drawn from her? Her Where? 3D. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I um yeah, I, I loved her stacks. She was so tiny, I can't remember how old, like not even one. And she just started doing these little block towers. Oh, and awesome. so I, I took a lot of photos of those and I was drawing them. And I actually have a painting and I'm I'm going to put a little block tower stack in the yeah. in the, on the side of it on like a little hill. So yeah, her her way of constructing her world is helping me construct a bit of mine Brilliant. as well. I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to pick her up next week. I need her for a week. <laughs> yeah, go on, take her. I love I'll it. Like, like, yeah, please. <laughs> Do it. She might, she might come back with a few piercings, though. That's the only problem. I'm oh. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, People always say that. If you had a daughter, she'd have had a mo walk. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I Frida had a little mullet for a while. That was accidental, but. Yeah, anyway. my, my son used to have a little mullet as well and he he won't let me they're all too cool now they're like nah. i'm like why didn't we do a reverse mohawk and they're like, no mum no. <laughs> oh, so tell me about your studio Catherine, as well i um yeah. cannot believe how amazing your the building that you're in so it's is, really is it 100 special. years old yeah it is it's an old blacksmith shed and then i think um it went through a stage of being a bakery as well. It's like one of the first buildings in this little town. Yeah. That is amazing. That must, so do you feel, without sounding too woo-woo, do you feel <laughs> you get a great energy off that space? And do, do you think it informs I I think some I of the, do. yeah. I reckon yeah. Um, especially the shed tones. I'm not sure if you can see. Yeah, I can the, see the lights, beautiful. Yeah, we've actually, it's a bit of a, um, has been a bit of a, little project for us to convert yeah. it into a studio and um, we put in these um skylights up here to help me because it was very very dark when yeah. i first started painting in here yeah um, i couldn't really see what colors i was mixing <laughs> but um yeah it's it's um I, it has so much history so much character and my grandpa was actually a blacksmith so i like that little connection there totally yeah, i just awesome. have one of his hammers hanging up on the wall over there that he made wow. in this, yeah. Wow, so just, that's yeah. awesome. Nice I do. Awesome. I really believe it has a huge effect on on your work, where the mm. space that you create it within. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to. And I think, like you say, that's you're so comfortable in that space, and because you mm. work so much from memory. Yeah, yeah. That you're perhaps being out. It's so so much noise that it's like mm. you know, head explosion yeah so yeah it's such a peaceful place inside your studio yes it um, is it's quiet and i can tap into those quieter you know um spaces yeah definitely and, 
Yeah, but I think um, I do find that it can, I can get a little bit, um, you know, if, when it's just yourself in the studio, it's so good to go out and get that fresh inspiration yeah. again. So that's mm-hmm. why I keep going back out into the landscape and then just like taking little bits of information yeah. and then bringing it back. And, yeah, I um, think it's that, it's that play, isn't it? That push and yeah. pull of, yes. um, of the different, different energy that you find. So yeah. um, what's the other thing I was going to ask you? <laughs> I don't know. Push and pull is a really good way to describe it. I love a good old push and pull. It's a good <laughs> way to describe, isn't it? It's like when yeah. I'm teaching, I'm always going push and pull, push and pull. Mm, you, know, yep. little, you know, push it back. Mm. And, um, it's that whole sense of depth. And I think mm. in, in with your style, you've got, if you haven't got that, it, mm. it's not as powerful. And I think yeah. um, that your mark making is, is so um, expressive that... I would imagine. So do you find that you have, um, that you reject lots of works or do you know quickly when you've not made it? I actually just turn keep it to... painting over it. Yeah, exactly. I turn, I turn some of them to the wall when I... I love that idea, Catherine. It's like, you're not, you, you're misbehaving. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I have a lot <laughs> of misbehaving works. <laughs> turn them to the wall in the naughty corner. Absolutely. And I am... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of peek at them sometimes and go, nope, not ready for you yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I see them as always having potential and I, um, most of them, I just keep painting over them until, yeah. until something happens. And sometimes I have to completely change the direction it was going in. Yes. Um, and other times, you know, the history of those layers underneath is so interesting in the final piece that they actually became so important to the whole. So I um, And you're not working yeah. from, from, you know, you don't have an end goal. So your work is very intuitive and yeah. you don't know where it's going, which is exciting. Yeah, it's exciting think, but scary at the same exactly. time. It is, it's that fine balance between, ah, why am I doing this? And the whole, and I, oh my God, I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's that sense of achievement. And so you, you mentioned to me that um, the thing that, um, that your amazing mentors that you've had in your life, but Julie and I are very jealous of your <laughs> three wise men that have come through, through you, Ben, yeah. Guy and Luke, that yes. they told you that to show up. Is, yeah. So tell yeah. us a bit about that. What do, you, what do you mean by? By showing up. Um, so they're just so dedicated to their work and they um, spoke a lot about the momentum and the importance of keeping that alive. And I remember Luke saying to me, you know, even if it's just 15 minutes in the studio, just making a mark can often be all that's needed to keep that momentum going. Um, And it is tricky being a parent and some days I just literally can't do it. But I think um, if even just through, through my day, I'm kind of taking bits of information like Frida's colors and bringing it back into the studio. It's still all rolling in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you mean. It's because yeah. I guess it's a bit like the exercise analogy, isn't it? If you only do it once, yeah. it hurts. <laughs> it does, yeah. But if you do, if you make sure you do something every day, I think that's a really good piece of advice because even if you do just do 15 minutes, mm. then it's like brushing your teeth, isn't it? You feel gross yeah. if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. normal, normal people do. <laughs> My children kids. manage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you... Once you start, sometimes you'll find that you'll flow. Yeah. But um, yeah. but it doesn't even matter. You oh. could make the best marks in fifteen minutes that you mm. could, you know. But showing up, 
I think yeah. showing up is a really yeah. good advice. Being really dedicated and, you know, not slacking off, which can be easy. You know, you get distracted and um, life can be really busy. <laughs> and, yeah, um, absolutely. But, yeah, even if it's just like 10 minutes on the kitchen table, little notepad. Yeah. And like you were doing walking through. Yeah, the... definitely. And making it work. So, I mean, what I love oh. is that you haven't gone, oh, my God, I've had a child. I possibly can't do can't possibly do this anymore it's all too difficult i think mm. you've made the restrictions within your life not that you want to call freda a restriction but yeah, you know, no, I know what you mean your yeah. lack of your time poor now because mm. mm -hmm. you don't want to miss <laughs> out on these magical moments which a little no. person gives you yeah but you yeah. use her magical moments to inform your practice yes. and yeah well oh, um i i did have that moment you know when she was when i even when i was pregnant and afterwards i thought oh, how am i going to do this you know can i do this was a yeah. big question yeah. and um i needed to be able to do it i just thought i cannot stop because it's such a big part of who i am and and i i um I need to carry on and find a way and um, yeah yeah and and so I have just tapped into our life together and how I can yeah like what you said just those magical yeah, moments. And I think it's really encouraging for other people and that you know that's half the reason why we're doing the podcast is because mm, we want people so. to know that you yeah. can do it <laughs> you can do it you really can do it and it how worthwhile it is yes you do it yeah. you know if yeah. you have that urge or need or you know passion mm. you know to do it and mm. to be to be brave and get out there and you know yeah. put yourself in you know you i mean you've had some amazing opportunities and you studied hard and you did well and you know you've clearly had some awesome um mentors but that you know you can have all the great but you still got to do it you've still yes. got to turn up <laughs> yeah. every day and it's, you have to show up regardless of what it's easy to sort of make the excuse it's mm. like the exercise yeah <laughs> you know, yeah i yeah. think i will not go to boot camp <laughs> but um yeah i think yeah. yeah good on you i reckon it's awesome oh, thank you fun. yeah I, I do definitely do feel determined you know not to um let it hinder <laughs> Yeah, and so, and what else is um, coming up? So now we're in 2021. Can you believe it? We finally yes. made it out of 2020, which is, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's such a funny time, isn't it, to know how this year's going to pan out. Um, so, yeah, so we don't, I mean, yeah. it's hard to plan, isn't it? Because mm. you kind of feel nervous about planning, I guess, Any, yeah. because we're not sure whether things are going to happen or not. But I guess you yeah. can't sit still. But no, you've, got, you you've, you've got a show coming up, haven't you, at... Um, at Michael Reed, Northern Beaches. Northern Beaches, yeah. Northern yep. Beaches. Yep. I've got it right, Amber. Um, <laughs> I do. Really exciting. Yeah. I actually just walked past it and there's big brown paper. Oh, I saw a post about that. On the windows. I was like, oh, literally, had my nose up against the window again, trying <laughs> to see through the cracks. What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, they're doing <laughs> minor renos. Yeah, for the stock. I do love a reveal. There's nothing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it builds the suspense. Exactly. I um, I haven't actually shown in that gallery yet because the um the exhibition I had last time with Amber and Studio Direct Michael Reed was in the Surrey Hills Gallery. So I'm really excited about that space. It's yes, we're so excited beautiful. to have you there because it's <laughs> around the corner for me. Oh, is it? If you if you can come down, we can. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. It'd be so nice to get out of the area. So, is that in July? If I got that right. That's in July. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we'll put that in the show notes so people can 
look out for that. And then have you got any other um, plans for this year? Yeah, so then there's the first solo with Optimists in September. So they're yeah, quite close mm-hmm. together, but I'm um, not sure if that will be an online show or a physical show yet because, um, yeah, they don't have a physical gallery at the moment after okay. COVID it things so um yeah i'm not sure we're just sort of waiting to see what happens with that one it's interesting though do you do you feel that after the the whole covid experience that we've been having that perhaps that's actually an okay thing to do now people yeah definitely responding to purchasing online and being brave about yeah come seeing oh there's definitely um it's all about the photos isn't it just making sure that the the colours are right, the light's right, so that they are like the most accurate. So how do you go about that? Do you get help with that? Or? I do, yeah. Um, oh, my partner, Steve, actually, he um, has a great camera and he sometimes does it for me, but I mostly... Um, yeah. <laughs> That's always <laughs> handy to have someone in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so handy. Frida to do that one. You might... <laughs> Frida no, <laughs> yeah. Might be a little bit blurry, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I usually... Um, I have a photographer, Michelle Avery, who's amazing, and she comes and and shoots in the studio and I love those photos as yeah. well. So yeah, it's either one or the other. There's a great shot. I love that you put in the title on Instagram, bot- bum shot. Or oh bum. yeah, Michelle <laughs> loves taking this shot. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I love it. It was great. Yeah. I thought, good on, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the big peach. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. But it, I think it's important to outsource, isn't it? It's like, I... Yeah. I am not a photographer and I find it really hard to get that color quality and the light right. And it just, yeah, it's so important now. Yeah. With everything being online well, so much of it, I think it's um, a really important aspect to your practice now. Documentation is absolutely. And keeping the community alive as well. It's like, um, it's, it's a, a talent, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, you know, it's a speciality. Yes. So it's good to be able to, do things for yourself but at the end of the day when you need this to be top top notch yeah yeah outsource um, yeah and it does become oh sorry no no (laughs) oh it becomes a team i've realized that there's the photographer the framer the courier it's like this big you know team effort to get a show going now it's um definitely definitely and do you get help with the um the sort of website and do you do your own social media oh yeah i do yeah yeah, yeah. i do that um and my website i've done it's yeah pretty simple kind of template that's easy yeah. to maintain because I, yeah, I don't i mean i don't know what you feel but i think a website doesn't need to be complex no no i think the simpler the better yeah, I think it needs it simpler the better because it's just a this is who i am mm. You know, it's, I got yeah. a lot from your Instagram. I really enjoyed oh, uh, the narrative. You. I really did. I really yeah. felt like I know her. <laughs> really, oh. I think it's really important. I don't know, as a purchaser, I, mm. I want a little bit of the story. Yeah. And yeah. You know, your, your work is allowing, you know, I feel that when I look at your work, I want to keep looking and finding things. Mm. Have some little snippets to know that when I'm looking at that yellow, that it's Mm. the yellow that Frida mixed. Yeah. Sends me off on a little journey. Oh, I love that. Which I think is a really good thing to do, but it's Mm. not overloading us with art wank. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
little pits where you know you can go in um the the painting you did that one the byron it was the yes. one from the fire tell us about yes. that how did you paint that so how did i paint it or, or how, how did, did you I... come up with that so did you have it and then put it into the prize or did I you did yes i had it and then put it in um i actually was really happy with that work um you know i am responding to everything that's going on in our life and it's also things that aren't necessarily you know um, happy dreamy moments so that, yeah so the oh, yeah yeah I just think it's all source material honestly and I um and it helps you to process what's going on in the world and um yeah, yeah just it was such a big thing going through the fires um our house was only 10 k's away from the nearest place so mm. it was a huge thing like those few weeks it was just all consuming and um mm. And, and frightening to be a mother of a young, you know, a young child through that. So oh, you, yes. was Frida conscious of, you know, I mean, I'm asthmatic, so is Jules. Mm. I was really choking. Oh, it time. was so hard to breathe, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. We luckily had an air conditioner okay. and we just stayed inside because I, um, yeah, I was, I was really concerned for her, yeah. um, you know, breathing in that that air and she did have a little mask but you know she didn't keep it on she no. just throw it off but it was thick that air yes, was thick. it was it was like soup oh, wasn't it the air was yeah. like I, mean, I don't think we got it as bad as you guys up north but oh. just that whole impending doom and overwhelming oh. and then seeing it on the news and seeing mm. all those people stuck on the beach and you're just like yeah. You know, the country oh. is burning. And mm. all these idiots who are saying climate change is not true. I know. This yeah. is it. It's happening. Yeah, I know. There was so much frustration with the media. And yeah, I just didn't know where to put that energy. So I channeled it into the painting. <laughs> I think your painting did a really good job of telling the story, but not sensationalizing it or not mm. making it. Um, it's a beautiful painting. That Thank orange you. is epic. Oh. <laughs> that um, fire retardant is a very um yeah it's a bright color isn't it, it is but it was there was enough but not too much but it was just for me it was that really it's not trying to glamorize you know her horrendous or i don't know it's hard isn't it when you're painting yeah something that's so serious and something mm. so harrowing well i didn't want it to be scary to look at i wanted it to feel kind of calming and i think actually it's a thing that i do in a lot of my work is that um i do try to look for the ways of quietening down um situations that might be um a bit intense or um yeah. you know even just your daily life can just be so full of activity and you just want to yeah. kind of you yeah. know find that meditative space. So I think um, I do yeah. really look for that. And um, yeah, I wanted it to be quiet, but have the intensity there at the same time. I yeah, think, definitely. I, yeah. Definitely. yeah. So did you paint that in a one or was it a um, overtime? Uh, that one wasn't, it didn't take me too long actually. No. It was um, within the week I'd finished that one. Yeah. Yeah, just, I think all, like all of the feelings were so fresh definitely. and um, but it yeah, is like that, isn't it? It's almost like the way that um, some of the beautiful um, Chinese ink painters work. You know, that it's a lot of thinking and a lot of feeling, and Ooh. then it's quite quick, the actual yes. mark yes. making and responding. 
yeah. but there's a lot of time. I watched a, mm. a video of this phenomenal um, Chinese painter and I was thinking, is he going to start? It seemed <laughs> a lot of sitting and I was yeah. like, I, <laughs> I don't know what was going on. And then it was like, <laughs> done. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That whole channeling, feeling it and not, mm. not rushing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I really love that. Uh, yeah, there's a space to tap into, and I think um, I think that's why I work on a lot at once because I do try to yeah find that and um, yeah. and then move on so that yeah. so that so you you talk about that middle ground or that middle you uh, is it yeah the middle ground the space yeah, yeah. That that's what you're um, trying to achieve in your work which. Sounds yeah, like some people might think, well, why would you want what, the middle? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, what's she talking about? Yeah, yeah. It, it is a bit of a tricky one. Can way. you explain a bit to yeah. where yes. you're going with that? So that middle ground, I guess it, um, it does connect to transition and moving through our environment. So it's, you know, moving from here to here. I like to have, um, it's, yeah, basically capturing that sense of movement. So it's not like this is one set place, but, you know, connects um to maybe two or three or you know there's like fragments of and that i guess alludes to memory as well yeah. um, how it is more fragmented it's not just um yeah it's not a second it's many many moments yeah lots of different moments um yeah so that middle ground yeah it's not inside it's not outside it's this sort of elusive quality that i'm searching for yeah um yeah <laughs> i think that's fascinating i really do yeah. i think it's very fascinating i i, I sort of go off on one with thinking about objects that are from two spaces like mm. last year I was obsessed with drawing shells because oh, yeah. I, I went down the path of a shell doesn't belong to the land or the sea mm. it belongs to both yeah yeah that's and it that transitional object that mm -hmm. it just blows my mind the way that they yeah. grow and yeah <laughs> they're such a magical object that you I've got such happy memories of collecting shells all mm. through my life. Just being in the moment of walking mm. along the shore, and it doesn't matter whether it's winter or or summer, whether I'm in Britain or Australia or Thailand, or I could be anywhere, mm. but that is the same process. Yeah, yeah. That I did when I was three, as I'm doing. <laughs> no, I still get excited yeah. by yeah. that. Yeah, West I think listen to that. I think that's like there's something there to Yeah, definitely. But you know, we'll keep we'll keep plugging on trying to describe that moment. Yes. <laughs> but um I actually Frida started doing little paintings in shells. I really wish I had one to show you, but they're so beautiful. And I was like, I need to exhibit these. <laughs> but they're like in you know, the big shell, like in on the inside, and they're these little expressive marks. And I thought, oh Ooh, clever girl. I know. <laughs> oh, she's so good i think oh, i want to get her together with my son who's 14 who <laughs> my little my muse they can I, hang out. I sent him to national art school for two days in the holidays oh, yes, and he that. did did ceramics yeah yeah oh my gosh i was absolutely it's it's actually quite frightening when she gets a bit older i'll be interested to chat to you because it's it's <laughs> you have so much joy at watching them respond mm. Same time, you're a little bit like, can you stop being better yeah. than me at such a young age? <laughs> I know, totally. Oh, yeah. Like when you you come up, you turn up to pick them up, and you're like, okay, that's 
quite spectacular. <laughs> I try for years to get to that. I know. And the tutor pulls you on one side and goes, oh, he's really got something. I'm like, oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did he love it? Did he love the course? He or the two-day workshop? absolutely loved it. The short, the young people, the young adults, whatever they call them, short courses at NAS were are stupendous. All the short courses at NAS, I think, are fantastic. Ella oh, does an amazing job of yeah. um, putting up, up a fabulous schedule each year. And yeah. he absolutely loved it. Just being within that environment, you know, he mm. really responded again to the, to the space. You know, he really f- was empowered by being in an art school that he knows, because I keep banging on about it, how many amazing yeah. artists have walked through, you know, we, walk, we walked yeah. through the library and we sort of touched yeah. books, like, these <laughs> <laughs> amazing artists that have touched it these has the fingerprints in the pages absolutely and it's and you know i think it's so important that we expose um young people to these these things because god help us if these these activities disappear you know, oh, we're, so, I know. we're so lucky to be able to tap into that yeah absolutely yeah and i did see because we live quite out of town you know away from the city Um, quite quite a long way out of town (laughs) um but i did see you can do some online courses through nas and i was actually looking at the color theory one which would be so good to definitely i thoroughly recommend them i through covid last year um jules and i did um a couple of online sessions um and we really enjoyed them and to begin with i was thinking this is going to be weird. How can you mm. do an online course? Yeah. But then very quickly I, I responded to it and I quite like the fact that I didn't actually have to pack my bag and drive and park. Yeah, it can be in your trackies. Yeah. yeah, and it was great. I literally <laughs> would race into my studio with my coffee, like, look, yeah. like interview. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quick. Quick, quick, quick. Uh, mm, yeah. I definitely think they're worthwhile. Yeah. But I'm not sure I'd go. I tried to do that on that um, life drawing that was on TV. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. How'd oh, you go? It did. <laughs> it did. I really struggled with it. Which it was really interesting because um, uh, Marianne Coots was doing, running it with Wendy Sharp, and I admire oh, both of them. Yeah, right. And I think they did a really good job. But I could not listen to Rove McManus. He was oh. like. Eddie. Oh no, so was he one of the hosts as well? He's the host. He was oh, the he host is. of it. And then uh, he had right. these, I don't know, I just was yeah. the other day and I just thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll Give just it a go. Life drawing. And yeah. I just thought, nah, I can't do life drawing through the TV. This is no. Not. no. Oh, I was actually thinking, because I love life drawing, it was so good to do that at uni. Um, and Definitely. I remember getting such a rush from it. From Well, know. it's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? To draw the figure. Yeah, it really and so if you can nail that, whatever, mm. whichever way you want to respond, whether it's mm. you know, representational or, or expressive, yeah. I think that it puts you in that headspace of really responding to what you're seeing. Mm. Or, yeah. You just can't beat it. It's, yeah. it's something that is so fundamental, I think. Yeah. But quite, I think quite overwhelming for some people. Yeah. Um, oh, we had a really great teacher at, um, at uni who would just encourage us to do these really quick little sketches so that you didn't labor over it too long and yeah. um you just and you'd move around the room so you'd go to the next person yes. drawing and then the next person's and by the yes. end of it your drawing is just you know oh, so I full of marks. i love those oh, it was so much fun by the end of it i yeah felt like i 
been for a run or something because the energy in the room was so good. Absolutely. I like to do a bit of life drawing at the beach. Oh, geez. which is a bit naughty, I know. But it's not, it's not illegal. You're actually allowed because I've actually looked it up. Because oh. I was getting a bit paranoid. Some of my friends were saying, you know, they would get to the beach and look around all paranoid. This is years ago. But it was when the kids were younger and I'd spend a lot more time there. You just be able to whip out a sketchbook and have a little play with the different shapes that you could see. Yeah. It's an interesting response. So how do you come up with your palette? So um, I usually find colours. Like I kind of refer to it as collecting colours from my environment. So I'll yeah. go out and, um, and I either take photos or, um, you know, bring a, a leaf or, you know, it might be a stick yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, you know, I just bring in these little bits and pieces. And, yeah. And then and do then, you have um, those out for a long time or do you print off the photos? How does it work? Yeah. I um, I go back through the photos and I select ones that are um, really jumping out to me and I put a few of those up in the um, in the studio on the wall and I just intuitively mix the colour. I don't know really how I'm going to get there, but I just yeah. keep adding until I get there and then I um, usually put like a little swipe of colour. I could show you an example actually. I've got this one. Ooh, love an example. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to come up and see your studio. I'm going to have to find an excuse to come up to Lismore. Yeah, you will. So there's like, I was trying to capture this colour of these Christmas oh, That's bushes. amazing. So what is, is that a... Um, Christmas bush. Is it? But a lot of them. I, it's so amazing. It's close by, it's only like 10 minutes away from our house. And it, um, it's just recently flowered. But the colour is just that so amazing. That colour is phenomenal, isn't it? And is it, um, do you, have you guys had a lot of rain like we have? We have, yeah. So everything's popping again. Yeah. Do you so, think that this year things have, I, I've noticed locally in the pit water that everything is just like, it's on steroids. Do you know what yes. I mean? It's uh, great, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I remember um, oh, Amber saying she referred to it as um, fluorescent. It's like anything yeah. looking fluorescent. It's like, yes, that's it is. really true. That's really interesting. That um, mm. I wonder whether it will sort of um, inspire a, a you know a flood of of yeah. more colour. Yeah, I think so. I you know whatever's in front of me is you know it's kind of. Um, right for the taking <laughs> I just sort of have and, to and then you'll have that up as a, as a kind of sort of um memory pusher so you've mixed the color yeah, and then yeah. but then so do you do you start with a an uh do you have like a core um group of colors that you use like a neutrals or how does that work um yeah, I I, um, I kind of move between colours that I'm interested in exploring as well and pushing and seeing how I can make new combinations that work together. Um, so I might, you know, have a little discovery along the way. I don't want it to be too no, um, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use a lot of um, purple and cad yellow together because there's such a range in between those two colours. Yeah. Like pinks and yeah. oranges and you know, I mean, the tone looks more pink and um, the photographer's actually always surprised when she takes the photo that I made it with purple and not red. So, um, yeah. you know, those little... And do you have a favourite purple? Do you use dioxide? Yeah, that's... Dioxide. Yeah. Is that's, it dioxide or dioxide? Dioc I, I never know how to say I that. I can never know how to say that. <laughs> it's like phthalo. <laughs> I used to say for 
or per, or I mean, or I don't know. Stalo, I'm, yeah. I'm Thalo, dyslexic, Thalo. so I can yeah. never say it right. <laughs> I used to use that a lot, actually. Thalo blue. Yes, but it's so strong, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That blue, yeah. I mean, it knocks your socks off. Yeah, yeah. Thalo I use a lot blue. of ultramarine now. Yeah. It's, it's another very vibrant blue as well. It is. But I do think thalo blue is a good, good mixer, though, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, yeah. It needs, but I think a lot of colours need a good mix, really. Mm. Yeah, I generally don't use them straight from the tube. I'll, no. I'll hunt for like a little tint. Yeah, it would take the fun out of it if you can't play. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I love mixing colours and I collect all of my pots and I have these. I love your pots, Catherine, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's like, I, like, I can <laughs> see what, what you eat. It's like, yeah. you're yeah. a low pack girl. That's yeah, it. yeah, I love the low pack butter. My Jalna, Yalna, Yalna, that's another one yeah, of those. That, there you go, that's another one that we're not all sure about to say. This is when yeah. quinoa became trendy and I went yeah. into the shop and said, have you got any quinoa? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were laughing at me and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they would have gotten that one a lot. I bet, yeah. they, would. I bet they would. But so yeah. do, you, do you mix it up? Um, and you use predominantly acrylic, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, um, I'm determined to tackle oils eventually, but if I yeah. do use oils, I just use it right at the very end. Um, okay. So I, that, I just find it, why do you want to use the oil at the end? Well, I find them a bit trickier to layer because they don't dry so quickly, and it's yeah. just the practicality of needing to get all the work done so fast. Um, yeah. And um, but do you like yeah. that input of that pure color at the end? Oh, yes, I I love um, I love oil paints. They're so luscious. Mm buttery and I just um I need to give them some more time it's just like the on plein air painting I need to you know just give it yeah. some more time I know. this is the trouble yeah. isn't it this is the fight that you have as a successful mm. artist is that you're <laughs> under pressure to produce which is great because you're yeah. doing well and we don't yeah. we, we don't want that not to happen because it's yeah. brilliant because you can make yeah. a living out of what you're doing but at the mm. same time it's like oh but I, <laughs> I want to go over here yeah it is tricky so I do have like my little section of the um, palette board that has my like uh, oil section yeah. <laughs> and then I have a few paintings that are oils and I just um, and then I have all my acrylic paintings around so I I kind of do dabble yeah. a little bit in the oils but I um because I don't have it down just like you were saying you know you need to be you need yeah. to be quick when you've got a show coming up and a deadline. I, I don't have a lot of time to no, experiment no. too much. But um, did you work predominantly in acrylic at, at uni? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Um, and what about? Did you get any good tips off um, Ben Quilty or Luke or um, from oil oh, painting? Or because I guess oh, you would have seen a bit of, you know, painting in action. Yeah. I so bet I'm, I'd have been so overwhelmed, Catherine. I think I'd have been in the corner. I'd have to sort of go to the bathroom and have words with myself. Like, <laughs> calm down, calm down, yeah. calm down. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they're all very approachable and normal and they all go yeah. like we do. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, they it are a bit like that at first. Yeah. yeah. But then they're just so generous and so lovely and just, yeah, so normal, you know, so easy yeah. to talk to that I just, all of those nerves just went away. Yeah. Um, it was more, yeah, drawing in front of Ben. I was, I was a little bit nervous about that. But he was so good because um, he really reiterated the importance of drawing. And he's like, draw, draw, draw. And, yeah. you know, um, and um, I even sat for him and he did a painting of me, which was amazing. Did you keep it? 
no gosh no not that one no it was, oh. um, but he did it so fast oh my goodness I couldn't believe it. and he was just chatting away and yeah I bet. Um, definitely much slower and he was trying to get me to draw faster and at, that's at, interesting that's yeah. really interesting and um Richard Claremont um on his short course is encouraging people to do that as well I think mm. when you work expressively mm. um, I think speeding up your mark is definitely important and yes. when you yeah. think of mark making it's you know the things that you know speed pressure and direction mm. three key things and if you keep art uh, this is what I've been going through I just did a short course with Luke Thurgate bloody legend oh, <laughs> oh is this the drawing the yeah that yeah, was the biggest, so biggest drawing I've ever done in my life. Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. Was awesome. that. I was like zooming into the little bits of oh, my pushed, He pushed me harder than I've ever been pushed in my life. Yeah. Oh, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. He was amazing. Mm. He really was. And he was talking a lot about that. Mm. Thinking about it, just those three things of speed, pressure, and direction of mm. art making, how that changes the vibe. Yes of the drawing you know it's so yep. interesting you know you're yep. using charcoal same tool changing mm. that those mm. three approaches and i guess yep. speed is something that i um think about a lot in the mark mm. you know because it, you can completely you can describe something completely differently by the mm. speed that you make the mark oh absolutely using your whole body for a mark as well yes. and not just being like these tight little lines. absolutely and um, yeah, yeah changing the size so what tell us about the tools that you use so do you predominantly paint with brushes or do you get yeah. out there and do you have any favorites um i do have my favorite brushes mm -hmm. <laughs> that get very worn down but they're um, actually, my favorites are from Bunnings. You know, I've bought these really expensive ones. Yeah. And the ones that I use are just these simple, yeah. you know, they're those little section that, um, yeah. they're little paintbrushes, not just like house painting. Um, but yeah, and I use rags. I wipe away with rags a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I used to actually use a sponge. <laughs> When I, I with a sponge. <laughs> when I first painted, I just think of those um, those YouTube videos of the lady making the decorations with the sponges. Not like that. I didn't use no, 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 no. Get the potato no. prints going next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I I got determined. I was like, no, I I um I need to you know learn how to wrangle a brush. So um, my earlier works, I even used rollers, like anything. I, yeah. You know, my hands. It was yep. just sort of you know a lot of room for play with the with the um with the tools but now i just um i'm determined to you know keep working with the brush and, yeah definitely um, but actually, it doesn't you don't have to have an expensive brush do you i think no. it's really important for people to consider that it's not you know the tools don't need to be i think surface is really important to spend as much money as you've got yes. Yeah, I do. And I spend a lot of time prepping the board, um, yeah. sanding it back, painting it. Um, yes, it can be quite a, uh, like a slow process to get that to the standard that I want it. But once yeah. the surface is great, I am. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like. I so you're, you're, I'm aiming for a very smooth. Yes. Like yeah. it, so you can glide over it. Yeah. And do you yeah. use gesso or do you use a. I primer? use, a, it's a, um, it's a combination of primer, um, undercoat and sealer, because I yeah. think with the timber, you need a combination so that the yeah. 
that I think it's called the tannin doesn't come through the board over yes. time. Yes. Yeah. So, and I do like three layers on each side, um, yeah. which helps it to stop bowing as well. Yes. And, then, and yeah. do you, so, and you get those made up, don't you? So you work on the board and then you get them made. Yeah. So have you, do you, do you work on canvas ever or you not? No. Oh, I have a few um, poly cotton canvases. But I love the feel of that. Yeah, it's super so smooth, smooth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoy that too. But um, I don't know, but I, I just this board. love affair with the board. I, <laughs> I am absolutely hearing you. I don't know about wood. Yeah, the smell of it when you're sanding it. And, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, I'm hearing you. I think wood is just beautiful. We're so lucky. Um, Have you had a problem sourcing wood last year with the fires? Uh, and, or no, you're no, I am. Um, it's a good question. No, I use a timber yard, um, but I do want to look into more sustainable sources of, um, yeah. of finding the timber. But it, yeah, that's something that I've been kind of hit with recently. And I don't want to use so much bubble wrap either. The oh, amount of bubble wrap you go through. I know, it's frightening, yeah. isn't it? There's an art, a local artist, um, Jessica Watts, who uses, so cool. She's had them made up these, using old picnic blankets and oh, old blankets. Yeah, yeah. They're like, for want of a better word, they're like little, the big sleeping bags for oh. painting. So she lives them in those. Mm. And I think locally, and then she picks them up. So, so she takes them. Oh, back. so she takes it. So back. she reuses yeah. them. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, they're, they're actually Genius. quite useful in themselves. So I think she's yeah. alleviated the use of the bubble wrap with that. But yeah, I amazing. You, but you can't not wrap. Oh. Something I definitely want to change about um, the way that I wrap. Eventually, I'll, I'll get there and I'll... Yeah, I think it's something worth looking into, you know, that you know, I think mm. if more of us do it, we should talk to Amber about this. I think actually she has thought about it too. I'm sure she has actually. Amber's, you know, she's... she's so, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it is something yeah. that we do need to, to collectively consider. Because it's like anything, mm, if one mm, or two people yeah. are doing it, nothing changes. Is but if we all stand up, mm. and um, you know, yeah, every little yeah. bit helps, and then connects Comes the norm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Well, thank you. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed that <laughs> chat too. <laughs> well, I don't think I need you. So I nice. think it's better without Jules. I might fire her. No, who needs Julie? I'm really joking. I miss you. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> you can start your own little like side. I know. I'm, I'm going to get a side podcast. Now, right? I don't need you <laughs> all over this. No, she'll, she'll come back and go, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask Well, mm. thank you so much. And thank you. Looking, I'm looking forward to hopefully we'll get up to Lismore. And if not, yes, give us a shout if you're going to come down in July. Yep, I will. Yeah. for um your show fingers crossed okay. and that, how are you going on it are you tracking well or are you not yeah yeah no i um i've got a lot of work to do but i'm right in that zone now please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast it helps my mum and her friend fiona get more listeners thank you